Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The east and the west, up north to the down south, live wise it's the live wire coming in out of the break. We're adapting. We're evolving here on Weston Walker. Eric Spanberg going to be on with us instead at 2 o'clock. And so we move up the live wire just a little bit. Go ahead, Fiddy. What you got for us to lead off the live wire with Fiddy, JD, whoever you are today? All right. We spent a lot of time yesterday talking about Mike Evans maybe ending up in Carolina. And that's continuing to gain steam from the national platform people. Sam Monson from the 33rd team says he likes the fit of the former Bucks or the current Bucks wide receiver following his head coach here to Carolina. He definitely wants to go back to Tampa Bay, which obviously gives them a leg up in any negotiations. But there's a lot of wide receiver needy teams in the NFL and some guys I think that would be willing to throw some significant money in the direction of Mike Evans that would make that a very difficult decision, even given his age, particularly if, you know, T. Higgins or Michael Pittman or both get, get franchise tagged and get taken off the market and all of a sudden the receiver group looks a little worse than it did on paper heading into free agency. I mentioned Carolina. I'm going to mention them for every single wide receiver that's available. They would make a ton of sense. Mike Evans is still a legit number one. I sent Wes a DM on Instagram from Matt Bowen having Mike Evans landing in Carolina. Walker, it feels like this is just gaining steam and momentum that by the time we get to free agency in a few weeks, Panther fans should be confident that they'll have a new number one wide receiver for Bryce Young. I'm sorry. I'm a little hurt that I wasn't a part of this direct message. You were the only one that got the Mike Evans article? I didn't know. Get on Instagram. That he didn't send me anything. Well, he is on Instagram. He just doesn't use it. I know. I was look. I looked at your profile the other day. Is it still sad? Still no picture. Yeah, man. It's because I don't get DMs. If I got a DM, <laughs> then maybe I'd add a picture because people found me worthwhile to follow the Instagram profile. Sam really summed up his entire take with one sentence. I'm going to bring, bring up Carolina <laughs> with any receiver that we talk about because they are so wide receiver needy that Mike Evans, T. Higgins, D.K. Metcalf, Brandon Ayuk, Calvin Ridley, any guy that can conceivably play that number one spot, Carolina should consider. It's all about how much they want to pay for it and have more left over to then go fix the offensive line because those are two by far and away the most needy, uh, the most help they need at each of those positions with Carolina to help out Bryce Young. Mike Evans makes all the sense in the world, especially with him having familiarity with his coaching staff. I mean, yeah, he makes a ton of sense. We've seen what he said about Canales. We know that he would love to continue to play on in the Dave Canales system, and I think that he would trust Bryce Young enough to make sure that he's still going to get the production that he's always had uh, coming to Carolina. He would automatically be the number one receiver. There's no question about that. And so, yeah, it does make a ton of sense. And so it's just going to come down to if he feels like the Tampa Bay has a real shot at making some noise next year. We know Baker Mayfield. He seems like the type of guy to me that can be very convincing. And so I think he's going to work on him as much as he can and talk about the magic that they can make together. But if Carolina and if that should not work out for him in Tampa Bay, Carolina would be a place that he could come to and eat, as they say, and get a nice bag on top of that. Any worry in the same regard as Wolfpack James text on the text line? I have no interest in Mike Evans. The timelines don't match up. Any worry there with the timelines with him being older? 
No. no. Uh, Mike Evans just oh, yeah. shows you the way that he plays the game that he's still got another two to no, hell no. playing high-level football in him. You give him a four-year deal, put a void on the end of it, and call it a day, man. But no question about it. Uh, Mike Evans, I don't see any problem with age. I, you know, guys always get caught up with that, and he's too old, too this, too that. He's still balling. That's the only thing I know about Mike Evans. That's the only thing that I still know about him is that he's still balling. I, I propose we start temporarily blocking people for stupid text messages. Wow, Wolfpack James catching it like that. Huh? Well, I mean, just imagine being an being that arrogant of a Panther fan that you don't want a nine-time Pro Bowler, a perennial 1,000-yard receiver for a that part too. for a quarterback that needs that. Like your best guy is Adam Thielen. Like Adam's a great guy. But he's, what, 34, 35 years old? Like, I mean, it's going to slow down at some point. And all of that production led to two wins. I've been a huge contributor in this department, but I still have to ask the question. Has anybody received more backhanded compliments in their life than what Adam Thielen has gone through this year? Because I am totally in that camp. But anytime we bring up Adam Thielen, it's he is a great dude. He's a really good wide receiver. But... And then his age, he shouldn't be your number one receiver. He's not a deep threat. Poor Adam, man. That's your guy, Wes. I know, man. You guys act like getting 100 (laughs) catches in the NFL is as easy as breathing, you know? (laughs) Just every time. It's always that type of analysis. And, uh, I mean, I parrot exactly what Fiddy said a million times this entire year. I just feel bad for Adam. I apologize, man. Hopefully you can be number two, number three, and we can just speak about you glowingly without all the caveats. Moving on to some college basketball sound from Rick Pitino. Oh, no. Who is never afraid to speak his mind. And did he do that? And then some after his team blew a 19-point lead at home to Seton Hall on Sunday night, um, he got personal with the squad with the media. I think they're unathletic. I don't think they move well laterally. Mm. They're going to pick it up in the next week. Um, I think they're slow laterally. I mean, Sean Conway gives you everything he can. He's slow laterally. About five guys are slow laterally. Even even the Celtics when we lost, I've enjoyed every minute being a Boston Celtic coach. Didn't like the fact that we lost in that following year, but this has been the most unenjoyable experience I've had since I've been coaching. Do you have any second thoughts of taking this job? No, not at all. It's not St. John's. It's my team. I think they're very respectful. They hear, but they don't listen. It's taken me a month to get them to throw bounce passes. Actually, two months to throw bounce passes. Just thinking of getting ready for Georgetown because Georgetown could definitely beat us. I'm not even thinking of the future at all. I'm just thinking of the next game and the next game and the next game, and that's it. Just try to get as many wins as you possibly can and represent St. John's in the best fashion you can. Walker, I contacted that UNC Wilmington coach that recruited you a little over a decade ago. He said you couldn't play Division One basketball because you were slow laterally. Wes, what do you make of Rick Pitino Damn. being public with his... I guess like he uh, he allowed his his true feelings and emotions out. Are you a fan as a former college athlete, or would you rather him keep that behind closed doors? Uh, you know, I don't have much of a problem because I know for a coach like that, and we know some of his transgressions on the side, his personal life. We know about that, but with <laughs> but you know, for him to come out and say what he said, you know, at this point, you feel like he's at his wit's end. He doesn't know any other way to get to his team. And if you've ever coached, you know how frustrating it can get to tell people to do 
the same thing over and over and over again and they don't do it or you lay out how a team's going to attack you and give a team all the answers to the test and then they come out and they just blow it. And so I think for Patino, I think he had just reached a point of no return where he felt like that he had tried to motivate his team in every other way that he could and now it's time to use the media because I guarantee you they'll start to play better after what he said. I mean, well, this could go two ways. It could go really bad or it could go really good. But more times than not, when coaches call out the media, I mean, when coaches call out their players in the media, you get pretty decent results. So I, I think it could turn out all right. I want to play for that guy. <laughs> you know how sometimes coaches will go to the podium and give you a speech and you want to run through a brick wall? Yeah. I ain't running through anything. You mentioned how coaches will call out their players sometimes. Yeah. Not like that and not individually and not at the college level. I think there are some different things when you discuss professionally. It was a big deal. It was on NBA Today when Steve Clifford said, we don't have a whole lot of talent on this team. He didn't call anybody out specifically. He didn't say, hey, we shouldn't be throwing out Nathan Mensa because he's not an NBA player. He didn't call out Miles Bridges for getting beat back door. He didn't call out P.J. Washington for not getting back in transition. He just said we're not talented enough. And that made the national platform. Rick Pitino is out here calling individual players, saying specifically why they are so terrible, and then because of the lack of talent, said it's the worst year that he's ever had in his life because of his players. It's the most unenjoyable time in his life. I think we went too far there think we went too far if you're Rick Pitino. I feel like he is in the small group of coaches that can do it and get away with it. Him, Bill Self, and John Calipari, maybe Tom Izzo. But those are the only current college basketball coaches where you can do it. And What do you mean get away with it, though? Well, I mean, like, like not get fired? Well, like, like he's been to seven Final Fours. He's won national championships. Like The track record speaks for itself. So you I probably still, look I, at it and be like, yep, that's Rick Pitino. And I still ask you, what do you mean? Because I, I know the track record. The guy has a ton of success. Do you mean get away with it in the sense that your players will still respond? Yes. Do you mean get away with it in the sense that he's not going to get fired? He do shouldn't you mean, be fired for what he said. Do you mean that's what I'm that's my point? Because if, I, like, I don't think he should be vilified for what he said. I'm not going to vilify him. I can question this guy's comments at the podium for calling these out. Like, Wes, just based off of what you've talked about before, you're not one to take any of that. Like, I know my Wes Bryant. Yeah. Doesn't feel like Wes Bryant would respond too well to those types of comments if he's telling me, Wes can't block anybody, can't whoop. What, the kick out is terrible. Wes Bryant, <laughs> I've been trying to tell him a correct kick out, kick slide as much as he possibly can, but it's taken him two months and he can't move laterally. He can't block. We're going to lose to NC State because Wes Bryant can't block. I mean, you know, it would it would bother me. I wouldn't take well to it, but if I know it's true, though, I'm also a guy that I fancy myself to be self-aware. If I knew it was true, then it probably wouldn't be much of that I could say. I mean, I've been chewed out by coaches for different things, and I didn't give them any talk back because I knew but what they said But in the public eye, it's different to yeah, me. Yeah, in the public eye, it's definitely different. It's just, to me, I just feel like that he's done everything he could behind the scenes, and I think it, all his frustration just came out, man. I, I, I guess because true. I've been on both sides, and I know when you're coaching <laughs> people how much he can just get on your nerves, and I think it just came to a head and he just let it all out he said he said you guys <laughs> are making my life miserable <laughs> he said you guys are so bad you're so unathletic that you're making my life miserable yeah. i enjoyed losing at a terrible rate in the nba more so than i am coaching this saint john's team 
It's got to be way terrible for Mr. Rick Pitino. Maybe he's not even the coach anymore. I've never heard him say anything like that before. No. All right. That'll do it for the live wire. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.